1: Good morning everyone, welcome to a brand new week it is Monday the 27th of June 2022. Daniel Pedro in the chair, hope you all had a good weekend and for our listeners through SEN 1170, it probably was made much better after last night's fantastic performance by New South Wales over Queensland. New South Wales 44 over Queensland 12, I did not see that coming. One person that did was Charlie Goodsau, we'll have a t- chat with him shortly, we'll talk about everything, every aspect of the game. It was very close heading up to half time and then New South Wales on that second half blew Queensland off the park. Want to hear your reaction? 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Are you a happy New South Wales fan? Are you an upset Queensland fan? 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 The hot topic thanks to rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water
0: heating, ask your plumber to install a REAM.
1: Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot, and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Just before we chat to Charlie, let's have a listen to some of the highlights last night, courtesy of Blues Radio.
0: Right hand side, Ben So He stays on the field playing that roving role. Goes back to Daily Cherry Evans. That passes forward to Police Cafusi. Ref didn't see it. Police Cafusi scores a try. Timmy Manor, that had to be forward. Yes. Here comes a kick, Burton picks it up, Matty Burton yes. picks the ball up, scores an yes. origin try. Matt Burton scores an origin try, and New South Wales about to take the lead back. You bloody beauty. Valen Ponga oh, no. goes through, Cleary's oh, got no. support, Valentine, oh, no. Munster, Munster's going to go all the way, just as we gave the Blues a wrap, Queensland takes the bloody lead back. Goes to Burton, comes inside, Good. one, Matty Burton beat two, he's got away from three, but he's taken down by Harry Green. Hey, can't, They're can't five metres out. Here come the New South Wales players, Cook dummy, half Paolo, Junior Paolo, ran over the top of one, oh. millimetres away from scoring the try. Oh, he ran straight over the top of Caleb Ponga. like oh, look, it was a witch's hat. Six again. Six again, and a penalty. With Send him off. Yes, get him off the field. Get him off. We can't take the two, Timmy. We've got to march no, on. Now we've got the ball. We've got to go. Minute 15 to go. Get him off the field. Left-hand side, Cleary. Louie Burton. It, Burton. Is, oh, it is Toto. Yeah. Brad, you beautiful man. Yes. Brilliant. scores in the corner. You beautiful, beautiful man. The oh, Blues 12. Oh. Queensland 12 and a kick to come. 28 times a beat tackle on the opponent's end. Comes away to Cleary. Floating oh, four. Yeah. Beautiful pass Nathan Cleary, they do go back to back through Daniel Tupo, what about the sublime pass from Nathan Cleary? <laughs> Goes back to Luai, Luai just sizes him up, takes him on himself, Luai, go, he gets through them, South. gets South. past one, and Jerome Luai, ah. rise that, picks up a try, they're skipping away now the Blues. 24 points to 12 and a kick to come. So ball gets played away to the left-hand side. Back to Cleary. He takes them on. Nathan! Yes, Nathan says you'll yeah. see on Suncorp. Nathan will claim the man of the match with that. He'll get the tickets booked to Suncorp. And that shield's going nowhere right now. Cleary, 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 oh. Cleary! <laughs> oh, yes! It's a party now. Cleary is just carving them up in Perth. And New South Wales are raining blue. Hasn't it been a good week? They won the 19s in the men and the women. The women's state of origin to the blue. It's raining blue this week. Emphatic victory. New South Wales 44 have smashed the Cane Toads 12.
1: Yeah, a good call from Joel Kane and the team on Blues Radio. Charlie Goods in the studio with me now. Morning.
0: Good morning.
2: How are you? Fantastic. Got a big smile on my face.
1: I thought you might. Um, now, what was the scoreline you predicted? Can you remember?
2: I said 32 to 10.
1: Yeah, I looked at you and I thought, no, that's not going to happen. Well, even bigger than that, 44 points to 12 for New South Wales over Queensland. Look, I thought the game was a really good one and it was really tight for that first half. Um, and we were just talking off here about Felice Kafusi sin bidding. Now... Uh, I, I, it was a sin bin. I'm glad it didn't change the game because New South Wales scored one try in that period of time. All the points came for New South Wales after he came back out on the field.
2: Yeah, that is true. I, I will say, though, to some extent, the first nine or so minutes mm. in the second half, they were, I mean, to defend mm. as, as 12 minutes, a scramble a lot. Mm. So that may have just impacted the fatigue later on in the game where mm. we saw those really easy tries mm. um, where, you know, Cleary and Lua were just carving up and. Couldn't, they couldn't lay a hand on them, the Queensland defenders. But it was totally there. I mean, you cannot just commit six agains after six agains uh. after rack infringement after all sorts of calls. And you heard Ashley Klein uh, last night be to Daily Chair Evans. It's unacceptable. I'm sick of it. Uh. Someone has to go. You can't just keep committing fouls and fouls and fouls. And Fleck Kfosi took an eternity. Yes, to go. he did. I was able to mail post, and the person <laughs> got it by the time he yep. left the field. Like, seriously, like, come on. It, and it was an obvious ploy just to argue with the ref and then gain sucking a little bit of oxygen mm. before that final one-minute assaults. But, uh, yeah, really happy with the win last night and thoroughly
1: deserved. Bring on Suncorp. He did take a long time to go mm. off the field. I, I thought the game, before we look at both teams, I thought the game was a, well, was a really good game in that first half. I actually thought watching it. Queensland almost had the better of that first half up until Kafusi was Sinbin and then New South Wales managed to go into half time in front. I think it was 14 points, to 12 at that point in time. But I thought Queensland still looked dangerous three months, said Cherry Evans. And I was a bit concerned about New South Wales. But you could see in that first half, if New South Wales could get it right, they had the potential to run away with the game. That's exactly what they did. And I thought uh, Optus Stadium, what a great stadium. 60-odd thousand people there. Uh, I know it's a different issue, but I still think a team, NRL team in Perth would be worth doing at one point in time. But yeah, great game.
2: Yeah, great crowd. Uh, You could hear that New South Wales chant uh, all across the commentary last night, which was fantastic. Really great energy, 60,000 people. You're going to get a large noise at the ground anyway. Mm. And yeah, I I thought it was a fantastic game. Uh, Ripper first half as well. I was a bit worried because it was playing a little bit like the first game Mm. where New South Wales had all the attack and were throwing all the shots, but Queensland were just capitalizing on their chances more. Mm. I think uh, there was a great stat, I think maybe 50 minutes into the game, where New South Wales had 31 tackles inside the opposition 20, yep. and Queensland only had two. Yep. Yet they still had two tries to yes. show for it. Yeah. So I, I thought they did a really good job of skipping away and scoring those flurry of tries, mm. especially that try that Munster scored. Mm. That's when I was starting to get really worried, because mm. I was like, if Munster scored, he's got his confidence up. But fair play to the Blues, they... Kept at it. I I think they knew that they had a system that would work. Mm. They had the personnel that would work. Yep. Um, We'll talk about the teams a little bit later, but I just thought that the whole team looked a lot more together. There was a better synergy there that wasn't there in game one.
1: And I thought, just you mentioned Cam Munster, I thought he was still very good in that first half. Uh, Let's talk about some of the New South Wales players. Nathan Cleary, we'll start off with him. He... Was criticised, and look, I think rightly so, after game one. I don't think, I was never called, no one I think was ever calling for him to be dropped, but simply put, he did not play well in game one, and Queensland controlled him very well. Last night, he was outstanding.
2: Yeah, and he owned that in game one. He yeah. said, right after the game, I didn't play well. And what does he do? Plays the game of his life. Yep. He, he's been in so many big games and big moments. He's done pretty much everything other than win the Dally M, mm. uh in the NRL. That was possibly the best game I've ever seen Nathan Cleary play. He owned it. It was a Nathan Cleary game. That mm. Seeing those two tries was the icing, icing on the cake because he was playing unbelievable for the rest of the night. That pass to Tupou... Mm. Unbelievable pass. Great pass. Unbelievable
1: pass. And, outstanding, and I what think. Outstanding. And yeah. what he did well was he controlled the game very Absolutely well as well. Absolutely,
2: he did. Um, he dictated terms all night.
1: Some of the other stuff. Look, I thought Luai played better in the second half as well. He had a 50-50 first half, but his second half was good. Tedesco again at the back. He, he's almost unstoppable. You, you find it hard, having never played a game of NRL, how they actually tackle him because he just bounces out of tackle after tackle.
2: Yeah, I think my girlfriend watching the game said, he's oh, little Jack Russell. Mm. He's just so feisty. You can barely uh, get him down. He's got a great fend as well. Um, Yeah, He's just, you know what you're going to get from Teddy. He never gives up. Uh, He was slipping (laughs) a little bit in the first half. He kept... Mm. Sliding across the upper Stadium turf. But another phenomenal performance from the skipper. Uh, I,
1: and I think credit is where credit's due to Daniel tupo as well. I thought he was, he was very, very good. Junior Polo off the bench was fantastic. I thought he changed the game a bit. bit like Carrigan in that first game.
2: He was a wrecking ball. He, he was just charging through. Big, mm. big hits. There was a big hit on, I think it might have been um, Kafusi. I think, in the second half where mm. Kafusi just got absolutely decked and uh, Bala just bounced off. Yep. And just... <laughs> didn't feel anything he he was sensational i agree had that big impact on the bench that mm. Was kind of missing from our bench players in game one, and
1: Matt Burton I thought was fantastic. Now Nathan Cleary, rightly so, man of the match. But until that second half, when Cleary really took control, I thought Burton was almost New South Wales's best player. He was fantastic playing that centre position, but still being able to put up those spiralling bombs, which was a, uh, which I think definitely took the p- uh, pressure off Nathan Cleary and Jerome Law and it just uh, provided another tactic for the New South Wales team. Absolutely, and that mass half, that
2: mm. massive bomb in the second half that. It, it, it got lost in the commentary. Yeah. It got lost in the camera, yep. which was fantastic. Yep. Was just, that had ice on it coming down. And yep. I, I agree. I think it added that another, that other weapon that we didn't have in game one. Mm. And I think he only put, I think, three or four kicks from memory like yeah. at most. Yep. But, again, it put that seed in the mind of the Queensland players that oh, Burden could have a chance of kicking it. And I think that spiral kick, I mean... Good luck trying to catch that, no matter who you are.
1: And it looked like it was never going to come down at all. <laughs>
2: it didn't. It didn't.
1: It does pose an interesting question now, though, before we look at the Queensland team. Game three in two and a half weeks. Now, Latrell Mitchell is due to make his comeback this weekend for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Most people saying he'd walk in to the New South Wales team. I think if he's fit, he probably has to be there. But I don't think you can be getting rid of Matt Burden. Stephen Crichton might be the one uh, that makes way. Do you put Latrell Mitchell in there for game three for a decider if he's fit? No. You don't? You don't. You don't mess with you a winning team? You don't
2: mess with a winning team mm. exactly, Dan. Mm. I think Wine was our best in game one. Yep. I think he comes back in. Mm. Burden was second best yep. in game two. Mm. and Second best only behind one of the best individuals individual performances I've ever seen on an origin field mm. up, up there with Joey Johns. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, that uh, you can't change a winning team. And he just hasn't played enough footy. I I, I don't think I just wouldn't want to run that risk.
1: It's going to be a very, very interesting choice. What Brad Fittler and Greg Alexander and the rest of the selection team does with that, because most people thought he was going to be a certainty to come back into that side for game three. I'm a bit like you. I, I'd love to see him there because he is an X factor. He's a game breaker. But do you change your winning team? Uh, sometimes, and hopefully this doesn't happen, sometimes all these questions get answered because whenever we have a selection issue like that, quite often the player gets injured or something like that happens. But I really, I don't know. I think I think he will be in the squad, but whether they mess with a winning team, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Queensland point of view, just quickly, uh, they were very good in game one, good in the first half last night, but then conceded those 44 points all up in the game. The side is in Queensland, which helps them. But how do you bounce back from a game like that when really you were in it 14, 12 at half time and then conceded, what, 32 points in 40 minutes of football?
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, and here's the thing they mm. played badly. I'm not going to shoe code it. Mm. They were bad. Yep. In defence, yep. Paper thin. Yep. I think um, the Lui try was the clincher that said, okay. They're they're cooked. Uh, They're done, I think, uh, because he just skipped away, missed tackles here and there. I thought Ponga had a good first half, uh, went missing in that second half. Those defensive efforts were terrible. There's one I really really like to highlight because I couldn't stop laughing at the screen. uh, And I hope Queensland listeners uh, (laughs) are listening because it was pathetic. Ben Hunt, um, I think it was was, uh, Cleary when he sold that dummy. Uh, Ben Hunt tackled uh, Payne Haas because he thought he was going to get the ball and had no clue that Cleary had just run past him and mm. then he turned around and saw the try. Mm. That was that was it for me. That was like, yeah, they are so tuned out. I think they'd kind of given up by the hour mark. Yep. Which you don't normally say about Queensland sides. No. And that bodes pretty well for a New South Wales fan. With Queensland, I was a bit worried. I think Cobbo got exposed a little bit. Mm. I think uh, Taolangi had a, a debut to forget, mm. unlike Matt Burden, who was mm. fantastic. Mm. So I don't know. I think the, the miss uh they were missing Ruben Cotter. Yeah. That guy who could just play eighteen minutes and just tackle all day until the cows come home. Yep. Munster will bounce back. He was still very, very good. Yeah. Um I think Cherry Evans will also bounce back. He's a quality player. It does help that it's in Suncourt, but I, f- I, I just think I don't know, especially those younger players, they might lose a little bit of confidence.
1: Uh, I think it helps a lot being at Southern Corp Stadium, but New South Wales have been there and have done that before, but it is still very hard in front of about 50-odd thousand uh, Queensland fans. It's going to be a fantastic State of Origin Game 3, and the build-up to it will be very exciting. Just before I let you go, the whole weekend, Rep Round, I thought it's, again, I know we're moving away from that, uh, with Origin now being on three Wednesdays. I think it's a fantastic concept, though, the Rep Round.
2: Same, and the fact that it was that the that sort of Super Saturday time slot mm. we had um Tonga New Zealand first you yeah Lines and samoa and then Fiji and PNG uh. it was a great afternoon we could just plonk yourself in front of the couch and watch some of the best players in the world, if not rugby league as well,
1: exactly. So good to see rugby league back in New Zealand as well, Charlie. Thank you. We'll talk to you on Friday because we've got a new round of NRL uh, that begins Thursday night, and we'll have review that game and preview the rest of round sixteen of the NRL. Fantastic. Go the Blues. Thank you, Charlie good, sir, who uh, happened to get the scoreline much closer than most other people. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Your reaction to the game one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Yovel truman has been on uh, the line saying hi, Dan. Really happy for Brad Fitler and the rest of his team realising the shortcomings from the team in game one and biting the bullet with the changes for game two. Great to see a decider for game three. Yeovil Treeman, yeah, 100% agree. Look, Brad Fittler was under a lot of pressure, and the whole coaching staff, Greg Alexander, Danny Pederis, they were all under a lot of pressure after the decisions they made for game one. And then I remember me and Charlie... Uh, Last week, looking at the New South Wales team, and we were supportive of most of the changes. A couple of them uh, we questioned, but uh, he's been in that position before Brad Fittler back in 2019 uh, when they played in Perth and uh, made the right changes and again made the right changes last night uh, to head to a decider in Queensland. that will be played on the 13th of July. Let's just have a bit of a listen to Nathan Cleary post-match. Man of the match. He was uh, sensational on the field. Let's have a bit of a listen to what he had to say after the game
0: yeah so pumped for him um, you know that was one of the great debuts uh, you know he's just just a legend of a bloke as well he really deserves it uh, Worked so hard and you know not only him but siffer he came through uh, but it's been a bit of time at panthers too so it's uh good to see both of them get their origin debuts and yeah kill it it would appear on the face of it that uh they got it wrong in game one and that that there was panic in the camp they made seven changes but during the week did you see any panic in brad Fittler or greg alexander at all no nah, not at all um you know we knew that from within we need to be better um, and you know there was just a few simple things that we need to change and um, you know it was, it was a great week uh, everyone bonded really well and yeah we, we knew we had a job to do and um, lucky enough to get that done is there any chance you'll ever miss another goal i mean honestly and, to Gia, eight from eight can uh, you give us a break oh we'll see we'll see ignore that, ignore <laughs> that. try and jinx me uh, Nathan. i've got to tell you you are our official player of the match uh, for tonight and i think there was a lot of fans here i think and those watching home wouldn't be surprised by that you and the other big names stood up teddy at the back he was he was everywhere did you take it personally game one because there was a lot of criticism aimed at you well, not so much the criticism um, just more so the fact that i knew i could be better um we knew as a group we could be better and you know i just i just try and play my best for uh, my family my teammates and the state we're representing um know, i'm very lucky and blessed to wear this jersey and now we've got one more to go so looking forward to that
1: yeah, Nathan Cleary on Channel Nine at post-match after the break. We'll hear from Matt Burnet and at Cam Munster as well. Your thoughts on at Game Two of State of Origin, New South Wales forty-four over Queensland 12, 0457 736, 736 or one oh one eleven seventy. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It is eighteen past five. Yeah, twenty-two past five oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one 70 Yeah, if you're in New South Wales fan, would you have Luttrell Mitchell back in your side for Game 3? Just talking to Charlie about that. It would be the only change you'd be making, if you do make it at all. Interested to hear your thoughts. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 three hundred Don't forget if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to ICanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote... grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at ICanWin.com.au. 23 minutes past five here on Tradies News in a nutshell. Matt Burden, I thought he was outstanding on debut for New South Wales. He spoke post-game. How was that for your first ever State of Origin game? Yeah, it's a dream come true.
0: Um, You know, it was what I expected and more so it was unbelievable to get the job um, done tonight and especially to do it in front of um, all my family and this great crowd, it was, yeah, it was unreal.
1: What was the build-up like for you and then running out to this 60,000 fans in this stadium?
0: Yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, it was a great week with all the boys and, um, you know, we we needed to get the job done and um, it was great to come out here and do it tonight.
1: Now, Mum Lisa, girlfriend Zoe, I've got to ask you, how are your nerves throughout this whole match? <laughs> nervous. Definitely <laughs> nervous. And so you made a 10-hour uh, trip to get here all the way from Dubbo. Yep, was, we left on Friday and um, then we flew over on the plane, so it was pretty good. How, how proud are you, having seen what he's achieved here tonight? Amazing. We knew we could do it all the time and, um, you know, he's put all the effort in and, and he's very determined, so we're so proud of him. It's amazing. Zoe, how are you feeling tonight? So proud, like, it just shows what he can do when he did that out there tonight. And yeah, we're just so proud, so proud. What's it like, that moment that you came over and you saw the family for the very first time?
0: Yeah, it means everything, um, you know, to put this jersey on and, like I said before, to do it in front of um, all my family and um, with all them boys, you know, it's been an outstanding week and um, to share that with Talakai as well, it's, it's pretty special. We'll go and enjoy this moment
1: and this moment with the family as well. Will do. Thanks, Danica. Yeah, Matt Burden and family with Danica Mason on Channel 9 last night. I thought he was fantastic. And he's been really good for the past month or so uh, for the Bulldogs as well. But been playing 5-8 for them. Moved back into that centre position where he was so successful last year for the Penrith Panthers and played a really, really good game. I think is a must for Game 3 of State of Origin. On the other side of things, Cam Munster. I thought he still was very, very good in that first half but would have been pretty disappointed with Queensland's performance. Ah, uh, yeah, look... They were just too good tonight.
0: Um, we tried to match their energy in the first half, and um, we did that in the second half. It was really tough with Fuss off the field, obviously, but um, we dug deep there for those eight to 10 minutes, and, um, yeah, obviously, it took a toll on us in the back end of the game, and, uh, yeah, when, you have, when they have the ball for too much, uh, it obviously, score points, so um, we were very poor tonight. What was the, uh, you know, once, once Cleary started getting a roll on there, it just, it just seemed like you, you just didn't have any legs left in you. Yeah, I guess um, it took a toll, like I said, with Fuss obviously going for 10. uh, It was a big moment in the game, and um, yeah, we obviously did really well for those eight minutes there, but obviously, like I said, took its toll uh, back into that game, and they scored heaps of points. So, um, fingers crossed, uh, we can obviously get a lot better, we can improve, and and
1: hopefully be better in Game 3. Cat Munster on Channel 9 last night. Interesting um, that Mel Meninga, the Kangaroos coach, has revealed over the weekend that Josh Adokar still remains well in the mix for the World Cup at the end of the season. Meninga said over the weekend, there are a number of non-Origin players who could tour England, headed by Adokar, Latrell Mitchell, and even Parramatta Eels hooker Reed Marnie, who's off to the Bulldogs next year. Uh, Meninga said Josh Adokar is the obvious one. I think he's playing really good club footy and he was with us in 2019. Origin is a good form guide, but I'm certainly not not ruling him out. Meninga is judging Addo Kart on his character as much as his footy ability. Josh is a good tourist, Meninga said, and you need to have a nice mix in the team. You've got to have a bit of fun and enjoyment. He's a character and good to be around. Everyone loves his company. It's not the be-all and end-all, but it's important on long tours. Mel also said origin and club form will carry more weight than previously in the selection room. I would say he'll definitely be part of the squad that goes over the World Cup in a few months' time. Um he was very unlucky not to be picked in game one, very unlucky not to be picked in game two. But as I said with Charlie, I thought Daniel Tupo was one of New South Wales's better players last night. And to be honest, they were all very good, but he was great at the back. Interesting uh, to see what happens that when that World Cup squad does get announced in a few months' time. 0457 736 736, the, uh, the text number. The phone number is 1300 01 1170. Through SEN N eleven seventy after 6am, it'll be Matty White and James Magnuson to take you through the breakfast show this morning. Morning uh, through 1620 Gold Coast and SENQ, it'll be Patton heels. We'll take a break. Come back with more. It is coming up to 27 and a half past five. Where it is seven and a half to six o'clock. Chuckman's been in touch on the text 0457 736, 736 saying Matt Burden could be the modern day equivalent of Laurie Daly. What a player! Well, he was fantastic last night. I don't know if anyone had their doubts about him, but people didn't really know what to expect. But he's been great, as I said, for the Bulldogs over the past month. And last night, uh, apart from Nathan Cleary, I thought he was probably our best player on the field. He was fantastic. Thanks for the talk, uh, text, Chuckman. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 01 1170. Well, we have gone to a decider, so it is very, very much worth listing to breakfast after 6am 31170 Sydney. Because if you are listing two breakfasts every morning from 6am for your chance to win the ultimate state of origin experience for Game 3 at Suncorp on July 13. Prize includes two gold reserve tickets, return flights and accommodation valued at over $2,000. Be listing after 6am to Matty White and James Magnuson filling in for Vossie and Brandy this morning for your chance to be in the draw. James Adesco, the New South Wales captain, he was fantastic again at the back last night. This is what he had to say post-match. I don't really know where I'm going half the time, so it's half of the defenders,
0: I guess. So that's that's just, yeah, how I play. I guess I don't really know how to explain it. How you find Matt Burton on debut? One of our best, I reckon. Uh, He's just a footy player. He's done so well with the Bulldogs so far last year in the centres of Penrith. He was one of the best centres in the game. So just say he's an all-round footy player and he's putting up some of those those kicks. That's very hard to take. There'll be a lot of euphoria out of this, but it's now one all in the series. You've got to go to Queensland and do it all again. Origin's a different animal up there, you know. What have you got to take out of this game, into that game? I think there'll be a lot of positives, but there's obviously always
1: something you can work on, so we'll go back and have a look, but... It's going to be another test for us up there at Suncourt, packed Queensland um, fans up against the wall. But, um, yeah, we'll enjoy the win tonight. Have a look at the next year. Jane Tedesco on Channel 9 last night. Now, cricket stumps uh, and England looking in a pretty good position uh, to take this test match over New Zealand. They're 2 for 183 at the moment. They need uh, 113 runs in 93 overs to win with one day to play. So England, two for 183. You can hear that on SEN as well overnight tonight. And also, starting tonight, Wimbledon uh, in action again. Cocker uh, up first round. Serena Williams, what's going to happen with her? Uh, hoping for her, She's hoping uh, to take out the whole tournament. So we'll wait and see what happens. And we'll have a chat with Brett Phillips most mornings over the course of the next couple of weeks to review all the action at Wimbledon. The fallout for Morrowind continues on your respective breakfast shows. Maddie White and James Magnuson, three eleven. Seventy Sydney, Padding Hills through Senq and sixteen twenty Gold Coast. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning at five a.m. Have a good day. Breakfast is next.
0: For logbook servicing, you can rely on. You need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com.